And now, let's turn to Inside the City, a weekly chat with local officials, residents, and personalities providing up-to-date and relevant information about what's happening in your city of Palmer. Moderated by Mike Malewski. Good morning, Mike Malewski here at Big Cabbage Radio in Palmer, Alaska. Who's on the line? The tardy John Moosey, City <laughs> <of> Palmer. <laughs> well, I not too tardy. I, I would say, yeah, you, you, you've made, made it into the zone in any case, John. Well, thank you for calling in today. This is Inside the City, and of, of course, on Fridays, we, we love to hear what's happening in the city. And uh, I've, I, I'm going to give you a full disclosure I just returned yesterday after a week outside of the city, and and I I, I noticed that uh, light coating of snow that sort of prettied up things. How has this past week been? Just bring me up to date. Um, it's it's been an absolute since you weren't here. It's been an absolute perfect week. Um, everybody is getting along. People are spending their money in my town, and everyone is happy. Okay, well let's let's start with that that kind of interesting thing. Uh, back back a while, we talked about how when you spend money in town, if you come into a establishment here, I often do, and and I buy something, whether it's coffee or, or an item, um, tax money goes to the city. But also, there's this online thing that it, maybe it's time to remind people that if you if you order something from outside the city from the cloud and it and it comes in here there's a bit of tax associated with that how's that working what the impact does that have on the city so so it's probably and i'm swagging here probably about a 10 percent um oh, okay. increase um for our residents um a city of palmer who who do online um online um sales right but many times you'll see that you know the three percent that comes right back to the city to pay for city services um, I know um, I watch every time I have to do something that's not available in my town. Um, I get charged for that. You know, in case in point, if I need to get something from Target and I do it from my home as opposed to going to Wasilla, my tax dollars stay in Palmer as opposed to going to the city of Wasilla um, because it's done through the mail. Um, so, I mean, for for Palmer residents who want to keep um, Palmer services um, up to snuff, um, I think it's a pretty good thing. To, if you're going to pay tax dollars, pay them in your town. Right, right. And that, and also what I'm finding is that particularly if the weather is bad, we've had a little bit of that this winter, uh, not driving, even if it's over to Wasilla or into Anchorage, uh, is, is an okay thing to not do. Yes, not double negative there. But uh, the impact on the city then... Um, over time, I know when it was first discussed, there were projections about what that would mean for uh, for monies coming into the city's coffers. Um, has that been just gradually and continually increasing, or, or what's the status? Um, yes, it has. And, 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 um, and part of it, two parts, I think. It's, um, you know, people um, are purchasing more things online. And, it's, and the second thing is with the system that we are, this membership we are, it's reaching out to more vendors um, outside than just the larger vendors like Amazon um, and applying that sales tax and getting it back to the city of Palmer. Got it. Okay. 
Well, uh, there's another thing that we have uh, in walking about town. I, I see that the snow hasn't all gone away. There's this kind of fresh snow that's that's down, and that, that's kind of cool. But in addition to that, uh, there's still huge piles of other snow. Uh, and I know the city Public Works has been working on that. Uh, what's your sense, if it doesn't snow very much, uh, when will it all go away, John? Well, we have, um, we're pretty confident that the, the snow pile that remain, because we have moved um, and a, a, a ton is a way under exaggeration of snow. Um, the piles that we have pretty much are going to stay in place or the private property piles, i.e., you know, a restaurant, you know, right. um, piles up all their snow and it might be in between. But I think we have, um, from my understanding, we have almost all the sidewalks completely clear um, and um, certainly the, the roadways and the road width, that sort of thing, um, um, clear. So. Our, our team has been working really hard. We have also benefited from not having a, a big secondary snowfall um, to get in our way of cleaning up this first couple that we had. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I noticed I, I noticed that. And that was a question I had because I've noticed that on other properties, whether it belongs to the borough or uh, an office area the borough is using or private establishments, there's, there are huge piles of snow. And, and I was curious, thinking yesterday, um, are there ways for them to take it away from there, or is it even necessary to do uh, that it would involve working with the city? So, um, so the, the city does not um, does not t- um, typically and strives not to do work on private property. Got it. I understand. Um, we're using we're using taxpayer dollars, and it needs to be equal and going on and helping a private business owner, how um, whoever. Um, we just don't like to cross that line um, in, in, in fairness and understanding. So, I mean, we can, we can certainly assist, and we do assist, um, but uh, mostly it's going to be trying to find somebody to get in line to do that. Um, you know, and also, too, for, you know, f- you know, for, for businesses. I mean, our depot, our depot parking lot was probably the, one of the last ones I to saw. get those big mounds off of there, but we finally, finally dig, and that was quite an effort because um, – with all the snow and then that windstorm, it really packed that um, that snow very difficult to move. And so we were using loaders and really pretty much chipping away at it and hauling it away. Yeah, I watched that uh, immense effort. I also remember uh, being at the last uh, council meeting, and there was approval for the purchase of a new piece of equipment, which was a, a large snowblower. Uh, is that still expected to be arriving sometime in mid-February or somewhere there in? Um, yes, I've not heard any otherwise. When we um, brought that city council, that was the word that I got. It would be um, a February time frame when we receive it, and we were very fortunate that um, someone ordered it, and they reneged on the deal, and it was available for us, um, which is usually not what happens. Usually you order and you wait for years and years. Right, right. Um, like any any other person has that dream vehicle, it's built and it's sitting somewhere, not in your garage. Got it. Okay. Well, that congratulations. I, I think um, looking at all the work that's done, having equipment uh, that will be relatively new and uh, able to, to do the job is a good thing. 
So I'm, 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 lo- I'm thinking about coming back into Palmer and uh, driving in. It turned out that we came in, oh, early in the morning. So early it was still dark and drove in from the airport. And You mean I, like about 9.30 in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was eight, we arrived in Palmer at 8.30, but it was, it was dark. And what I, what I, was, I was struck by uh, as, as I drove along, uh, you know, uh, that there were areas that were well lit, and then there were areas that were not well lit. And I, I, I think I, I commented that the area from the interchange coming on into uh, where we have a divided highway really, really would benefit from uh, being divided and also, though importantly, being lit because it was really dark. And there's sometimes when the moon isn't there, et cetera, that it is very dark. So that led me to to, uh, think, okay, I wonder if John Moosey knows uh, there's going to be work done on that area. Uh, Are there uh, there lights? I'm assuming that lights are going to be along there, but I'm not sure. And also, I know that uh, there have been comments by the Director of Public Works about um, uh, some difficulties with lighting within the city. How is that all that going? Big question. Okay. So first with um, the Glen Highway Phase 2, we're going to have representatives from DOT at the February 28th um, City Council meeting um, to kind of lay that out. Oh, and, wonderful. And, and, and lighting is, is part of that. Um, I, I don't know the full details on how, but I also agree to you. Once you get to the interchange and drive to Anchorage, if you ever have to go late at night or whatever, um, it is wonderful with all those lights. Um, you know, and, and hats off to our, our former representative, Bill Stoltz. He's the one who pu- heard that, pushed that, and made that happen. And without him, we would not have those lights, I don't believe. Right. I remember when there were no lights, and then there were lights. Yes. And, yes. Yeah, and now there is lights and more moose, right. um, as evidence walking through our town now. Um, the other issue is we have an old, um, an old line, um, I believe, on Cobb Street that the, tra- uh, the streetlights went on. It's a separate issue. It's ours. We're trying to figure out what in the heck's going on you know, with that and with frozen ground, that sort of thing. It's a bit more difficult to... Um, to get to that, but we'll be working on finding a way to restoring those lights. We have found in some areas where just uh, um, just a cable without conduit was just kind of laid for street lights, and the, and the conduit or the cable, you know, conduit there, cable just kind of rotted. Oh, I mean, right. it was just crumbled, Whoa. and that was it. And so, uh, you know, they, you know, the standard or requirement 30, 40 years ago are different than we have now. Um, but on the other hand, it's lasted 30, 40 years, so that's pretty doggone good in my book. Yep. Well, I, I yesterday had an opportunity to interview Michael Burke, who uh, leads MTA's effort. And part of our discussion was about about fiber, uh, a way of communicating, and how MTA prefers to uh, lay fiber down underground. And we... He, he talked and described nicely the conduit that was there that could be reused if there was something uh, needed to be added in, in that area. So I, I, I was tuned up to hear conduit, which led me to, to the question of, I know that uh, MTA works closely with the city as they try to uh, put conduit in various places without just uh, willy-nilly uh, digging things up. And I know that in the past that when road construction has happened, 
Uh, that's been a time when, when new conduit underground utilities are laid. Uh, is it is it pretty much you're going to have to go underground with the lighting conduit, or is there still some way of putting it above ground? It's it's going to go underground. Um, it's it's you know with our wind and that sort of thing, anything kind of buried is is more protected. Right. Um, also also to the aesthetic. Um, you know you live in a you live out in the country. You know wires going down the highway, um, the country roads fine. But, you know, downtown, the overhead wires just aesthetic, are not aesthetically pleasing. Um, plus two, you know, hit a pole, lines down, right. and causes problems, you know, safety problems, too. So that's more expensive, uh, but that's always a preference. And continuing on with, with that line of questioning, is there any potential for reducing the number of poles and overhead lines that are in the city because we still obviously have a lot uh, that are not buried um not recently okay okay all right so what we have is what we have got it mike malefsky here with big cabbage radio in palmer alaska and i'm speaking with palmer city manager john moosey i've been asking him questions and he's found answers and that's good uh, are there other things you'd like to share with listeners that we have not spoken about yet john Absolutely not. No, I'm just joking. I I don't have I don't have anything. I am looking forward to wrapping up this winter. Although we're just what first week in February, right? And getting to spring and all the fun stuff that we have, you know, coming up. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, this is sometimes referred to as it, it, we've just passed the midwinter time, and and some references it's Candlemas. Where uh, the reference I saw was that at this point in time, if you're a farmer, you should still have half your hay left. Uh, if you're heating your house with wood, you should have half your wood left, and you'll be okay. So that's so that's where we are. Down, down, second half, but still in winter. Yeah, I I think next week starts the beginning of, of cabin fever, where everybody is. <laughs> It's a long winter. I think it started really early for us with the big snowfalls. And so, um, so yes. Yeah, so, okay. uh, unfortunately, global warming does not seem to be working in our favor this year. Well, and uh, until we get into the spring, because then as we talk to farmers, um, they're noticing that winter does, uh, does empty out uh, earlier and providing them an opportunity, usually in the last few years, to, to plant. But uh, we still have to get through this part of it, even though it might be a week shorter or yeah. whatever. But, yeah. John, thank you very much for calling in today and, and sharing some things about the city. Um, you're welcome, too. And everybody have a, a, um, a great, safe weekend. Right. Okay. Take care now. Okay. You too, sir. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Inside the City, a weekly chat with local folks providing up-to-date and relevant information about what's happening in your city of Palmer. Moderated by Mike Malewski. This program is a production of Radio Free Palmer, recorded at our studios in Palmer, Alaska. The views and opinions of moderators and guests do not necessarily represent those of Radio Free Palmer, this station, or its underwriters. If you have any comments or questions, please email manager at radiofreepalmer.org.